Welcome to the Top 8 Movies Podcast, presented by Top 8 Media. Every week we share Top 8 lists from movie lovers across the globe. We also dive into actors and actresses' Top 8 Movies according to IMDb scores. And hear many reviews from our resident film reviewer, Mike Morgan, as he reflects on his Top 8 films of each of the last 34 years. We have special edition Top 8 lists on more specific topics from the movie industry. Send us your top eight list to be read out on future episodes. Just DM us on Instagram at top underscore eight underscore media. Thanks for tuning in and let's crack on with the show. Welcome everybody to Top 8 Movies from Top 8 Media. My name is Owen Morgan. I'm sat down with my co-host Jessica Rose Johnson and we talk all about films through the power of top eight lists so we are back i mean we've been doing this long enough guys and if you're regular listeners we have to keep telling you about the format but if you're new we have four lists based on one subject and we have different topics from actors to um directors to the best films of the year and that sort of thing so we are back today looking at um an actress who when i first thought about it I thought well she hasn't done that much has she i was like holy shit she has done a lot and her range is um, people don't think of her necessarily as having range we don't know that well she has insane range everybody um not to um to g up too much before i say name her name is sandra bullock um this is going to be really really fun because i always remember seeing her when i was much younger in speed that's when i first was introduced um, and then she's had an absolutely immense career since then apart from speed 2 but we all ignore speed 2 it never existed talk about that later uh, <laughs> what the hell was that all about oh man it makes me laugh i might watch it again it's a comedy i think no it's not um anyway positive show guys positive show gotta laugh cool so yeah jess what are your thoughts um because we have adam and lynn and obviously my dad who's our resident film reviewer they always give us um their list so she lynn's here today and she loves sandra bullock and i can see why now you know i i don't know why i hadn't seen it before in that way so yeah what are your thoughts on sandra like is have you been following her stuff is she like up there with the, the female actors out there i would definitely say she's in my top eight female actresses well that's enough praise for anybody by the way we need to do that list we keep coming up with lists don't we as we go we should so do that Maybe on an anniversary. We'll do it on an anniversary. That's cool. Um, yeah, so it's going to be really, really cool today. See, they're all quite different. There's some crossovers here. Um, but I think a lot of this is based on what you've seen or not seen, really, which I know seems obvious, but I think today it's more It's more so. Uh, there's probably things that, that I watched on the train and thought, oh, my God, that would be in my list, but I hadn't seen it. So it's going to be fun. All right, so we're going to do IMDb scores first. So I put the scores next to each one. Then we're going to do mine. Then we'll do Jess's. And then we'll do Lynn. And then you decide who your favorite list is. And then you'll be voting on Instagram afterwards. I'm sure you will want to get involved. So let's jump in. If I'm going to hand over to you, Jess, to do the IMDb scores. So housekeeping on this one. If they get the same rating, the film with the most votes of that rating take the top spot above the other one that makes sense the amount of thousands of people have voted and as far as other notes for the show so it has to be a lead role or a part of an ensemble cast which then allows more films to be featured because they may not be in it all the time but they're part of an ensemble cast which might let me get away with my number one woo um because it's a bit dodgy no animation 
or voiceover work, fine. And no, and only franchises with four films or less can be included. As you can put the whole lot in, is what I'm saying. Four films or less. But I don't think she's done any franchises as such. So yeah, we're in the clear today. All right, Chess, let's head over and make a start on Sandra Bullock's top eight films, according to IMDb. In the number eight spot, extremely close and incredibly loud, with a rating of 6.9. In the seventh spot, Infamous, 7.0. In the sixth spot, The Unforgivable, 7.1. In the fifth spot, Speed, 7.3. In the fourth spot, Bullet Train, 7.3. In the third spot, The Blind Side, 7.6. In the number two spot, Crash, 7.7. And in the number one spot, Gravity, 7.7. Lovely. Thank you very, very much. And straight off the bat, as always, it's really messed up that there isn't anything above 7.7 kind of annoys me a little bit because she's done some really good stuff and you see stuff getting 8.8 8.9 it's like some of these deserve that but anyway got my house about that one it is what it is um so yeah we'll go through the list i'll sort of like share my thoughts on one especially ones i haven't got in mind not without giving it away of course and then i'll hand over to you jess as well so yeah extremely close and incredibly loud so i, I like I, said, I watched um in the last episode i was telling you i was watching 24 24 trailers today um, it was intense, but it means I'm all up to date now. And I didn't know some of these ones. So, yeah, extremely close, Crowby Lowe. So Tom Hanks is in it for a little bit as the dad. Uh, and Sandra Bullock is the mum. And the little, it's not so little boy really, I suppose he's 12 or 13 or something. Um, he's absolutely amazing. I don't know where they get these kids from. They're just so good. And it looks, I'm trying to think if I, I don't think I've seen it, but it looks so emotional. Yes, yeah, so uh, Tom Hanks' character, the dad, um, is killed in the Twin Towers attack. And it's about the boy's journey. He finds a key that his dad kind of like hidden away. And the boy has to like figure out what the key is for and find out more about his dad in the process, meeting all the people his dad has met, um, trying to figure out what this key you know, opens. And it's about the story of this boy meeting all these wonderful people that were influenced by his dad. Oh, my God, it's so emotional, so beautiful. Um, and Sandra Bullock just holds the space really well as a mum in the film as well. And um, yeah, it's really lovely. So I'll leave it there. It's a really, really lovely film. In a way, sad, but lovely. You know what I mean? Like human connection. And Infamous is looks fascinating. It's, uh, it's a Capote based on Capote. And um, there's another one of those films actually just called that, if I remember rightly, Capote. Capote. And this was a slightly different one. Um, very interesting cast, all kinds of people in it. And uh, the main guy, forgive me, I've done the name top of my head. Very interesting voice. I presume that must be the voice that Capote had. Um, very interesting character. Very, very interesting. So um, I'm intrigued. Might have to check it out. Uh, Unforgivable is just a powerhouse performance. I'm not sure how that got on with the Oscars and her. If she won anything for that. Um, she is absolutely incredible in it. Um, it's intense. It looks, you know... I'm trying to think if I've seen it. It looks you need to watch it on the right day. It's it's a very intense. I can't imagine as many happy bits in it. So you have to be really in it for the raw movie making experience of 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 motherhood. And you know she kills a, a, a policeman protecting her child, and then she doesn't see her child while she's in prison, and she's trying to reconnect. Oh, oof. hard going, but beautifully told. Um, and yeah, thank you, Jess. Toby Jones for Capote, the Capote movie. 
Um, infamous, yep. So thank you very much, Toby Jones. That's awesome. I do appreciate your speed and vigor as admin assistant. <laughs> In fifth place is speed. Well, what can we say? The bus can't go below 50 miles an hour or it's going to explode. Absolute classic. Keanu as well. Those two together was really, really nice um, chemistry there. Really cool. Uh, Bullet Train, absolutely love that with all my heart and soul. Absolutely immense cast. Brad Pitt is incredible in it. And she does voiceover work. It's kind of like a voice. She's like the voice on a phone type situation. So sort of giving them instructions, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, a little bit naughty to include it, but I think she's in it just enough to get away with it. And there are shots of her face as she's speaking. So it's not just her voice. I think that qualifies. Third is The Blind Side. I want to talk about this because it's on my list. I'm going to talk about it in a minute because um, I'm watching. I'm nearly finished it again. I've been watching it the last two days and I want to share my thoughts on it live, you know, raw from just seeing it. Two is Crash. You know what's interesting about Crash? It's, um, spoiler, it's in mine. A lot of people were like really annoyed by this film. They were annoyed. They get what it was, intertwining stories. Cast was incredible. How it was all linked together. It was very heavy on looking at race um, and how white people treat black people and all that. And I, I get it. It was all the way through the film. I think people were like, it was just, it felt like a hit piece on the political problems. And actually, ironically, when you think about what's happened in the last five years in America, kind of feels really appropriate right now for everything that's happened with the Black Lives Movement. I think it's an, it's an immense film. Um, the cast is incredible. And it's an important story. And I get this all the way through, but that's what the bloody story was about. It's about lives crashing together. And we just want to feel something, even if it's negative. We just want to connect. Really powerful story. Oh, I've got a bit passionate there, guys. And in number one spot is Gravité. Gravité. Um, we'll uh, be telling Jess off later about that. You'll find out why. So Granity is number one. It's brilliant. Um, she's so good in it. And a space film go, it's got to be up there. It, it's just, it was Oscar laden by the end of it. It was just, oh, I'm so happy for us who've got a role like that, especially with most of it was just her as well. So yeah, fair play to her. She deserved it. 7.7 is an absolute joke. I know it's a positive podcast, but it's a joke. So I'm just going to share that. Uh, <laughs> so leave it there so i've got very passionate about this all of a sudden so let me hand over to you and just and breathe so whoa for someone who loves sandra bullock i haven't seen the handful of these movies in fact a couple of them i hadn't heard of so the uh extremely loud and crying club sounds beautiful i'll definitely add that to my my must watch movie i hadn't even heard of infamous the unforgivable wow i i can't believe i hadn't heard or seen that one before either sounds like a great story speed i'll say i'm gonna say it i'm gonna just say it i believe that that is my favorite keanu reeves movie there's just something about him in that movie that i enjoyed so much more than his other movies so it is said it has been done <laughs> Um, bullet train amazing if you have not seen bullet train oof that is such a great movie i love it so much um i actually saw it three times in theaters with a different group of people each time it was really funny blindside great movie crash i was trying to think like had i seen this before when i watched the trailer i was like i think i have but i just don't remember it really so especially after what you shared uh, maybe one i need to go back and watch or confirm that i have watched and dun, 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 i have not seen gravity still 
it is still on my need to watch list. So might need to bump it up a little. Yes, it certainly <laughs> needs a bump. Um, if you like Sandra and you respect films that done well at the Oscar level, then you need to watch it. Um, and if, if, if what I can remember, it wasn't too long either. It was short for, for films these days. I hope I've got that correct. Otherwise, that's very embarrassing. If I remember that rightly. So, um, so yeah, please do check it out if you can. Just, if you can. Um, I guess you need to be into space films as well, too. Anyone that's not watched it, doesn't like space films, is listening, then obviously you need to get past that because that's where it's based. <laughs> so there you go. So, yes, I think I've sort of calmed down. What could I do my list now? Um, and this is all from my heart and it's the right, all these, you know, these are correct. These are correct listings I'm about to give you. So let's jump into list B, which is mine. So let's see what matches up and what doesn't. So, um, it's unlike me. I've got some rom-coms in a list that isn't rom-com related, which is off brand for me. So let's do this. So in eighth place is two weeks notice which is a little rom-com with Hugh Grant. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just so lovely. And it's kind of like American-British crossover, um, which I really, really like. Um, and it's just fun. It's got like a British vibe to it, but also the American style. So, yeah, I love it. One film that people may have completely forgotten about generally, and that she was in it, is Demolition Man. Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes. Oh, my God, this film, when I was, a, when I was much younger, I can't remember which age I was, I thought this film was so cool. It was so, so cool. It was in around the time like Terminator and all the other stuff too, just like really cool movies where they're trying new stuff and like all the camera work was really cool and all the characters were like really like charismatic and stuff like that. And um, oh, so much nostalgia when I was watching that trailer. It's so good, guys. Demolition Man. Then we got my boy, Ryan Reynolds, um, popping up with Sandra, which is like, dream life for me and uh yeah it's came off my romantic comedies list as well love the proposal it's so good i know some people were like oh it's a bit cringy like role reversal and like oh it's just a bit Ugh. i was like no it's great what are you talking about so um i'm going to show it up here today in my sixth spot crash is fifth uh, i talked about it earlier absolutely immense intertwining stories i love stuff like that because it's like those are mini stories so like if you're watching a film you're getting a bit bored if you've got intertwining ones it's quite hard to get bored because you've got all the different characters the lineup, honestly, guys, if you just go on IMDb and look at the lineup, it's incredible. Oh, uh, right. The blind side. Here we go, guys. So I've been watching this again. Um, and she plays like this really kick-ass, rich mum character. Totally different to anything she's done before. But the main thing about this film, and um, again, I'm so terrible with names. I need to do way more research. But the main guy in it, maybe just wants to pop it in the old box there. It is an incredible film um, based on inspired by true events. And it's just so beautiful. And you know what's really interesting? You know, you watch films and there's like a few little scenes, you have a little cry about it or whatever. And it could be tears of joy or tears of wishing a connection or tears of sadness or whatever. They nailed these characters. That The chemistry that she has with the main guy, every time he speaks and says something, you just cry because he's such a beautiful human being that's misunderstood and he's had so much trauma in his life. And she reacts to what he says with such amazing facial expressions, like she had a little smile when he says something for the first time that they've not heard him say before. And it's just, I was just constantly crying. It's like, stop it. And the next scene, a beautiful little bit of connection with her and him crying again, crying again. I was like, you stop making me cry. 
Um, and I just love this, you know, people who just need love and to be brought into a family unit. Oh, we all need that. It's beautiful. And yeah, Quinton Aaron. Thank you, Jess. Quinton Aaron. I need to look him up and see what else he's done. He was incredible. And I don't think I've seen him since in anything. So I will certainly be looking that up. He's amazing, guys. Please watch this film if you're into sport too as well. Like it's all American football based. Um, it's not massively based on necessarily, but it's really good. And even the little boy in it is absolutely immense. And it's got, um, she's called Collins in it. I'm trying to remember what her name is. She's amazing. She's gone on to do loads of amazing films. Um, I think she's British as well. But anyway, please, guys, it's a beautiful film. I'm going to finish it later after I've recorded and probably cry my eyes out a little bit more, which is great. <laughs> Second is speed. Uh, Jess has got a point uh, with Keanu. Obviously, if John Wick didn't exist, speed would be there. But unfortunately, John Wick is here, so it doesn't quite make it. I'm a bit scared now when I do Keanu Reeves. If I didn't franchise it, it'll be John Wick because they're making a fifth one. So it'll be John Wick 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, speed. My list is done. Which would not be ideal. Um, spoiler, Keanu's going to come up later in another list. Go away, guys, and think about that. So, yeah, Speed, fantastic. And Bullet Train, my number one. Like I said, she's kind of in it quite a bit. She's in the trailer a lot, and she's actually in, like, the top four or five listed IMDb. I think that is qualification. Um, it's the one of the most charismatic and stylish films I've seen, to be honest. The pacing of it, and like I said, it's stylish, and even the photography work on it, the cut, the color, everything, it's just beautifully made. I think, I guess, if we didn't have Brad anchoring it, I guess it might have been different, but um, I had to put it in because she, she's in it as far as I'm concerned, and it's immense. So that is my list, everybody. It's, it's probably the weirdest list I've ever done. It's so random rom coms, old school 90s, emotional tearjerker, space Oscar winners. So a bit of everything. Right, I need to calm down again. Over to you, Jess. What are your thoughts about my bullock list? Uh, you have a nice variety there. So I think I think good good props to all the movies. Two weeks notice, also a good one. You know, can't can't hate any of the movies. I think they're all really great. So yeah. Yeah. Bull bullet train. I'll go ahead and say it. I did not put bullet train on my list. Um I think it's an amazing movie and Brad Pitt wouldn't survive the movie without Sandra Bullock in his ear the whole time. But I feel like, oh, she needed more other than just like stepping out of the car. I wanted to see her more. So I think maybe it was more of a, oh, I didn't see her enough. I didn't feel like she was in it enough for me. So I was, I did not put it on my list. There's a spoiler, but I think it is, it is great and definitely deserves a, a number one spot because it is such a great movie yeah thank you we've had this a few times on episodes like just quite but it's going to keep happening isn't it otherwise you and me be message each other constantly wouldn't we this is going to qualify we wouldn't be able to have a life so we're just going to have to go with our mistakes as we as we go through this okay when we get back from the break we're going to be checking out jess's list which is um it's quite different as well so this is this has turned out to be a pretty cool episode all in all so i hope you enjoy guys and we'll be back after this short break And we're back. Okay, guys, we are looking at Jess's list. Uh, this is list C, should you be voting later on. So let's see. 
what matches, what's new, um, and Jess will pitch as she goes. So let's do this. Over to you. All right. In the number eight spot, I have Practical Magic. She stars with Nicole Kidman, and it's just a, it's a cute, it's a cute movie about two sisters and their witches and this small town doesn't really accept it, but they think they're, they're cursed. There's this curse where they uh, aren't able to fall in love and move on. So it's a cool movie, huge throwback. It's from the nineties, but I think it's a great movie nonetheless. And my number seven spot, the lake house. This is a very interesting dynamic. I remember when the, the trailers came out, my mom was like, I really want to go see this movie and it has this weird dynamic so there's this house and this guy lives in this house and he's starting to write letters to the previous owner in the house so you think kind of like this little bit of sci-fi spin like she puts the pen pal the letter in the box and then they're getting a letter back so somehow these letters are kind of traveling through time and they're able to communicate with each other so it's a a sweet interesting um, romantic movie Speaking of romantic movies, in the number six spot, While You Were Sleeping. Great movie. It's one of my mom's favorites. I always think of her. This is a movie where there's this guy that she's just like, she's in love with, but he doesn't really notice that she exists. And he ends up getting pushed off the train tracks and in a coma. And she makes some comment about, oh, I was going to marry you, right? Well, his family overhears it. So they think, oh my gosh, this is his fiance. And it turns into this, this whole situation. So really cute movie. I I, I think it's it's very sweet movie. And how this family just really loves and accepts her. And in the number fifth spot, I have Speed. I feel like that's just a classic movie. And I love the character she plays where she's this you know, just frantic person, like trying, like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trying so hard. And she's still like, just putting herself out there to try and help save the day. In the number four spot, I too have the proposal on my list. I do want to point out that the irony of this movie is that in the movie, she has to get married or she's getting deported and she's from Canada, but the person that she's marrying Ryan Reynolds is actually from Canada so I just love the irony of that part in the movie and I think it's so fun as you watch you watch the movie and you start learning more and more about the the story we were talking about this the other day and if you've seen the movie we were doing the campfire dance and it was just we had a great laugh so if you haven't seen the movie now you have to so you can learn what the campfire dance is in the number three spot I have the lost city this is a newer movie, and we are actually just watching it. It came on the TV, I think, yesterday. And it came out in 2020, and it's with Channing Tatum. And there is uh, some, a little bit of action from a good old uh, Brad Pitt in there, too. If you're a Brad Pitt fan, it's just such a great movie. So she plays a writer who writes about a um like lost city or lost artifact or something like that she, she writes these romance novels and Channing Tatum is her cover model for her romance novels but it's one of those what happens when one of the stories comes true so it's really cool to see the different dynamics where um she's portraying this role they think she actually knows all this information and Channing Tatum actually thinks he's this romance star like he's the actual like buff soup star that's going to save the damsel in distress and it's hilarious at number two the blind side based on a true story though 
controversial true story. So I just recommend watch the movie. It's still such a sweet tale. Yes, there are some things, um, some controversy behind how the story is told, but Sandra Bullock, I just love how she is that stereotypical Christian Southern woman who just wants to love and give and help. And how even at the expense of what people think of her, she says, I'm going to do this. And I just think a beautiful story nonetheless. It also has Tim McGraw in it. And um, that's fun. Because <laughs> I think he does some good acting when he steps out of his country singer role. The number one spot for me, though, is Miss Congeniality. Love it, love it, love it. She plays an FBI agent who has to go undercover and compete in the Miss America competition. Love the movie. have seen it many times. We'll watch it over and over and over again. So I think that is enough of me rambling about all these movies. And I am happy to see a few differences here. So hopefully, you know, people have heard of a new movie from you or maybe a new movie from me or Lynn. Yes, definitely. Thanks so much. And um, yeah, there's a few there that I really wanted to put into mine, but I couldn't quite squeeze them in. You know, you get that heartbreaking moment, don't you? When you've got like 10 or 11, you're like, oh, I wish I hadn't put them in so they get to be missed so yeah lake house i um yeah it's, it's again really beautifully told and just yeah you, know, you say it's a bit weird it's a bit sci-fi it's like how does this even realistic but ignore that because that's not what it's about it's about human connection and love and all that kind of stuff so come on guys just let it go so yeah that would have been like my ninth maybe but i'm lost city i haven't i watched the trailer i haven't seen it yet it looks absolutely awesome um so that would definitely probably get into my top eight it probably would have not two weeks notice off but I haven't seen it, so it's not allowed. I love Channel Tatum anyway, and um, yeah, it looks very silly. Hopefully not too silly. I don't know yet. I've not seen it. But hopefully it's just on the right edge of silly to get away with it. Um, but yeah, I like I like the concept of the story as well, so that's really, really good. Yeah, I love Blindside. Proposal, yeah, yep, got that. Speed, love that. While You're Sleeping, it's been a very long time. I remember quite liking it, but it's been too long, and that's one of the trays I didn't get around to watching. Um, but it's a classic. Practical Magic, I've never seen it, um, which I feel is a bit naughty as a child of the 80s, that feels. Because it would have been 90s, I guess. When was it out, Jess? What year was it? You know? 1998. Ni 19, yeah, 1998. Oh, 98. Okay, a lot. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, a lot later than I thought. All right. Okay, yeah. Well, I don't know Yeah, how that slipped by me. So I apologize to all the people in my age group. I've done you, I've done you wrong. <laughs> And then, yeah, Miss Congeniality, I was watching it. I was like, oh, God, this should be in my top eight. Why can't I? I was like, I can't take anything out. Um, because, yeah, it was just, I remember a time, it was just, it was really different, wasn't it, as well? Like a, a comedy, a female doing a comedy like that, which touched a lot on what it is to be a woman and how you're seen by men, but done in a really light-hearted way. It was very interesting and just fun generally. Um, and she was great just being tomboyish and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of the old classics. You know, as soon as you put some makeup up on them and do their hair and then put them in a nice dress, they're suddenly beautiful. That kind of she's all that vibes. Um, so sometimes you'll be like, just have fun with that as well. Because, you know, the kind of way they pick actresses for these things is quite hilarious. But she was great. And that's the main thing. Really, really good. So yeah, great list. I'm sad that you got things that I wanted, but you know, that's the brutal nature of top eight movies, I'm afraid. That's how it rolls. I should have made it a top ten thing, maybe. But too late now. Uh, <laughs> much too late now. So that is, yeah, let's see. So when you're voting later on, if that one 
rings true for you, then go vote for Jess by putting C in the comments under the poster I'll put out when this is released. Okay, guys, we are now looking at Lynn. So thank you, Lynn, for sharing with us again. Um, I'm really, really grateful to you and Adam. You give us a lot of lists and we wouldn't be here without these lists, really. So thank you very much. You're legends. So let's see what's different. We're going to have a few similar things here today. I've got a few lines from Lynn as well for three of the films. So that's quite fun. So uh, I'll read through and then we'll go from there. So in Ape Spot, she's got speed. So it's back. That's now featured in all four lists. So that's you know, congrats, congrats. And she loves Keanu too. So I'm surprised it's an A. I thought it'd be higher because of Keanu. So these other films must really have, have done well. Funnily enough, Keanu is back in the lake house, which is in seventh position. I've just toyed that they did these films together. Okay, that's cool. They obviously um, enjoyed being castmates. So yeah, Lake House is in seventh. Uh, and then in sixth, we've got Practical Magic. So that is back. We've got Gravity in fifth. So it's really cool to see that again. Uh, Unforgivable. I remember talking about how amazing she thought this was. So um, it's good to see it there. Crash. Yep, yeah, fair enough. I totally agree. Uh, Ocean's eight is second. I know she loves the ocean movie. So that's true to her brand, everyone. So uh, we know that's legit. So yes, yeah, Ocean eight. And then... It's the first appearance for something from what can be, I think it's fairly new. Um, and it's Bird Box is her favourite ever Sandra Bullock film. Now, this, this definitely sits on the edge of horror. So I had to watch it with my eyes slightly closed. But yeah, it's about an entity that wreaks havoc in, wreaks havoc in the world and makes people want to kill themselves. Um and it looks like if you cover your eyes, you will get away with it. And she, that this entity can't get into your eyes to t tell you to kill yourself. So it's her and her family, and she puts masks like like scarves on their eyes, and they've got to try and survive in this world with this scary entity making everyone kill themselves. It sounds actually really really cool, but way too scary for me. Um, so sorry guys, that's all I can say. But I think what I just said there, if you're into this stuff, surely you're gonna love it. It looks really well made. So, um, yeah. Do you, what do you know about Bird Box, Jess? Are you familiar with this? I haven't seen it. There was a huge craze over it and tons of memes and stuff. And I still haven't seen it, which actually your pitch for is like the most I've ever even heard about it, to be completely honest. I've seen like some little chunks of the trailer. I should probably get around to, to watching it. I always like being behind the curve on the popular things, apparently. I'm also feeling a little like, because I had a typo on my list and I went back to my list and I think, I think I had an Ocean's 8 dilemma. I do, I do love that movie. I think it's so great. But um, in Ocean's 8, I feel like there is one actress who just has a phenomenal, I, I don't know. And I think it's just her as a person is just a absolutely i i love her over the topness and i'm blanking on her nose i actually pull it up and she, where is she at she's not on here while you do that let me just read the bird box description i looked up you go years after an unseen entity wreaks havoc on humankind by compelling people to commit suicide Mallory and her two children, blindfolded, undertake a dangerous journey in a bid to survive. I mean, what a plotline that is. Sounds very good. 
too much. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, back to you on your thoughts here. Carry on. I can't believe I missed Ocean's 8 on my list. I love that movie so much, but of all the amazing actors and actresses that they cast in that movie, my ultimate just I think this is just kind of the character she plays in a lot of movies, but Helen Boehm Carter. Yeah. Helena. 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 Yeah. Helena. <laughs> I think we all know who you mean. Yeah. You're fine. Helena Boehm Carter. Just, I just love her character in that movie. And uh, I love how much she interacts. So I think when I, I guess when I think of that movie, I, she's the one that really stands out to me, but a uh, good movie. Nonetheless, uh, crash. I said, I'm gonna have to go back and see if I've seen that all the way, but a good list. I also had a, a mind blown moment when you were saying this. I felt so silly. It's on my own list. The lake house didn't even like dawn on me or think about the fact that that was Keanu Reeves. Like, <laughs> I feel ridiculous right now. When you said that, I was like, oh, wait a second, what? Oh my goodness. Because I, you know, I only think of him like Matrix and. Oh, that other movie that's just so popular that apparently they're making a fifth one. Oh. Oh, <laughs> and you will be watching all of them and falling in love too. I know that's what will be happening on your next break from work. I think that's fine. <laughs> My husband loves John Wick too. I, I just, yeah, you know, I'll watch it for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please just watch it. The stylized fighting scenes just out of this world. But anyway, this isn't, um, we need to do a Keanu episode, actually. That'd be really interesting, actually, because he's, he's actually done way more than people give him credit for. We just you just forget. I mean, well, you've even got um, Wayne's World as well. So, you know, there's fair. Uh, but yeah, so there you go, everybody. I'm just going to quickly, I've got like a line for three of the films from Lynn. So Bird Box, she says, intense end of the world drama. Her, char her character development is key. Oh, that's really interesting. That's good to know. Practical Magic, a classic witch in our mists with Nicole Kidman. And then Lake House, a love story where they always just pass each other by. Oh, that's a nice way to look at it. So, yes, yeah, so now this is your chance, guys. Head over to Instagram now. Um, I try and release the posters straight after I release the episode. So, A is only B scores, B is Owen, C is Jess, and D is Lynn. On Instagram, you'll see the actual lists as well. So, you can remind yourself of what's on there. So, you can just pop in the comments A, B, C, or D. Feel free. If you want to write anything else, that's cool. Underneath about films you particularly like. Uh, or you can DM me the answer, or you can do the poll that I'll do in the first 24 hours. There's loads of ways, guys. All on Instagram. Come follow us. That'd be really cool. Um, and look, if you're listening and you're really moved by the kind of stuff we're doing and you want to give us a list and you want to be like Adam and Lynn, then give us a shout. Could always do with a few more people because we've all got our brands now that people are getting used to. It'd be good to get some fresh brands in, in the mix. People like films that we um, haven't thought about. That'd be really cool. So let us know. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week where we are looking at Ridley Scott films, which is really fun doing direct stuff because they're always doing, like, different kinds of films. You can see their career changes. You know, they do sci-fi and then they move into this. Really, really interesting stuff. So, yeah, we'll be back next week for that one. So come check it out. Thank you for listening, and we will see you all next time. Send us your top eight list today to top underscore eight underscore media. If you find it too hard to create your top eight of all time, then why not a top eight from a certain actor, actress, genre, or director? You can even make it more niche. For example, the top eight films set in space. 
your list could inspire. So join the top eight media contributors today. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week.